Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Asen Wasaman. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadet. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self, cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solutions blog talk radio show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, good morning, everybody, and um, welcome to the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Self-Cell Care. And um, I'm excited to talk to you today about the bitter taste to sugar. Hmm, what does that mean? Well, sugar is very, very sweet. We all know that. But there's kind of like this bitter side to it that 
some people don't know about. And today I have um, a wonderful guest. Her name is Kelly O'Brien and she's uh, going to talk to us and I'll bring her on right now. Kelly, I'm going to add you to the stream. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm great. Great. So Kelly, tell us a little bit about you and, um, you know, you're us against Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. which is, you know, Alzheimer's is highly impacted by sugar. And we'll talk about that. But first, share with, it with the audience about you and why you do what you do. Yeah, sure. Um, so I have been interested in the brain, uh, really since I was a kid, um, just a, on a personal note, when I was very young in kindergarten, um, I was diagnosed with epilepsy. Um, and so my brain was front and center in my life very early. I always had to, um, manage my brain and, um, you know, I've grown out of that. Thankfully, since then, I um, it does happen if you catch it early. On some cases, that you can, you can, um, you can grow out of it. Uh, at least the kind of epilepsy that I had. But that sort of interest in how my brain works and how my body is connected to my brain has been something that has been a theme throughout my life. And so, in my pro professional career, I've done a lot of things, but mostly in I would say the genre of. Um, public policy advocacy and public health so um i've um uh, been very um engaged in issues around physical activity nutrition um mental health um uh, public health in general um public health infrastructure um community-based health um all sorts of um issues related to how our community takes care of each other and most recently, over the last three years, uh, I've been leading a brain health initiative for us against Alzheimer's, which is a national nonprofit organization, it's an advocacy or patient advocacy organization that works to end Alzheimer's. Um, and one of the things that we do among many is um, uh, very actively advance research and try to translate research and knowledge around, around what's possible in terms of reducing your risk for dementia as you get older. And as it happens, those, how that how that is possible is deeply related to the other parts of my life and and public health in general because and we'll get into this so many of the risk factors for dementia as you get older are actually the same things that trip us up on pretty much every other chronic disease physical activity mental health um, nutrition and so it's 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 really the same message um, you know over and over and over again so. Um, it's been really gratifying, especially as I get older to, um, you know, to be working on something that feels very empowering. Um, and, and I have Alzheimer's in my family. And so, you know, I, I share, you know, as you know, if you would ask me this a decade ago, I would have been where I think most Americans are. Well, we know more most Americans are because we've all surveyed them, which is that they think that if they have the gene or if they've got it in their family, basically that that's it, they're screwed. They're going to get it, you know, like it's coming. And you know, the good news is it's not true, you know? So, um, so, so yeah, so that's, that's, that's what I do in a very long nutshell. So thanks for having me. And, um, so cool. Of course it's not true. I mean, I just love, first of all, I mean, your background's amazing 
and you haven't even told about everybody because you know tell tell people what you do on your off time <clears throat> um yeah i mean i'm i'm a um i, I really i i've sort of how do i say this I'm an aging optimist. Like I really, um, I'm excited about this next phase of my life and, um, I feel stronger, better, faster, um, now than I ever did, especially in my twenties and thirties. And uh, a lot of what I do is adventure racing and, um, competitive running and triathlons, um, all over the world. And, um, you know, I do that for lots of reasons, but, um, the first of most, I think as my mother would say, when I once asked her why she got a tattoo, she said to me, cause I can, <laughs> you, know, you know, I just think I can. And, and I think that a lot of people as they get older, just think they can't, you know? And, um, so it's been a real joy for me to be able to, you know, do those things and to challenge myself and, and, you know, along the way, sort of test my nutrition and, and, and different kinds of health strategies on my own, you know, on, uh, you know, for my own personal well-being and, and, um, for my strength, you know, and Actually, I, I do the same thing Not I certainly don't run triathletes. Uh, I'm not a triathlon. I, uh, I mean, I used to be a bodybuilder, uh, yeah. picture in there, but, um, uh, but I, I actually, um, which is also really great for the mind. I spend a lot of, uh, my other time if I'm not, having physical activity or creating recipes for health, meditating. Yeah. Cause it's just for me, meditation keeps me and my mind balanced and centered and not a fight or flight. Right. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because I, I really, um, I belong to a gym, a well-known brand, uh, gym in, in town. And, um, uh, when I joined about three years ago, I walked in. I've, I'm also a meditator. Um, many retreats. I'm certified meditation instructor. Yeah. And, uh, I walked into the gym and I said, um, "Do you have meditation classes?" And she said, "No, we don't." And, and it's a it's a physical activity gym. And I was like, "Well, your brain's part of your body, isn't it? <laughs> like, why aren't gyms offering meditation? Like now they're actually starting to do a little more of that." But I don't really understand the separation. You know, it just to me like it's the most important organ in our body, and yet we treat it like it's this odd thing. So why wouldn't you work it out? Like why wouldn't you do meditation? Like that's the workout for the brain, right? So oh, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I I I'm just confused why people don't acknowledge the brain and are embarrassed by the brain and there's a stigma with the brain. And I'm like, peeps, it controls every organ. Everything. <laughs> yep. Your brain, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know, look, we're in the middle of the Olympics right now. Elite athletes know that, right? They have, they have lots of and brain training. If you're, you know, the military, the special forces, I tell you what, they do a lot of mental training. And that's because they know, they know that these things are not separate. You know, you can't be strong physically and not mentally. It just, it doesn't work. So, um, or it needs to not for very long. <laughs> right. And it's interesting. Um, on many shows we talk and I just don't have it with me because it's in our meditation room because we meditate here. <laughs> um, uh, we have a BOD and the BOD is a bioacoustical utilization device and it's sound frequency based in shamanic drumming. Um, FDA device actually helps people who have epilepsy, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, I could see that, yeah. Yeah, it puts it in a theta state, gets rid of things like PTSD and so forth. But we use that 
daily, sometimes multiple times a day if it's a bad day. Um, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so there's, um, we really believe in supporting the brain. And I think one of the things that some people forget to take into consideration is what they put in their body and how it impacts the brain. Yeah. Yeah. So we're here to talk about sugar. And um, if it's okay with you, I'd like, you know about the bliss point? Are you familiar with that story? I don't think I am. So I'm going to start the show off with the bliss point because this is how everything got started. Um, the onset of where we're at today. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go into all the details that we're going to go into. Is that fair? Yeah, sounds great. Thanks. Sure. So there's a film that if anybody emails me um, uh, at Jody at SusanEssentials.com, I will send you the film. It's called That Sugar Film. And in that film, they talk about what's called the bliss point. And the bliss point is the exact amount of sugar that's in your cereal, that's in your soda, that's in your macaroni and cheese to have you crave more. It was created by the man, I think it's Moskowitz, um, who created the formula back in the 60s when the soda Dr. Pepper was created. Hmm. So he uh, created this formula and um, sold that formula, the Bliss Point, to every food manufacturer in the world. So as a result, all of our processed foods, which are not really good for you anyway, have the exact amount of sugar in it to have you crave more of what you're eating or something else that has sugar in it. So for those of you who have a sugar addiction, you don't um, need to blame yourself, but you just need to be aware. So that's the story. That's how sugar um, became so prevalent in our entire food supply. So um, it was sold. <laughs> well, you know, it's not surprising. I mean, look, I mean, people use science for all sorts of things. I mean, it would not, it shouldn't surprise any of us that the food industry uses it right to sell things so i mean the marketing industry uses it to sell us ads on facebook you know i mean i i just i'm not surprised at all by it um i think what is you know and it's sad and i think there needs to be a ton of reform that's a lot of the work you know do, i don't know if you know dr mark Harmon. he's very active in um lately his last book about looking at the food system and um, what needs to be done systemically which i think is really important because um you know, a lot of this stuff were sort of being being fed literally. Um, but I also think that it's really important for people to realize they have some agency over that, right? Like you don't have to buy the stuff that, you know, I mean, there's things that we can do, which is, I think, you know, unlike air pollution, which is a hard, you know, a sticky wicket, right? You either got to move or, you know, it's hard to combat. Yeah, like, really good air filter. Control yeah. over, you know, so, um, so it's not like a complete, well, there's nothing I can do about it because the food industry is, you know, um, rigged the system. They have rigged the system, but that we can find our way through if we're 
What are those ways? Fair enough. Well, I mean, I, it's the same things that everybody else is talking about. I think um, there's, um, I, I mean, a couple uh, quick things that I, that I do, I don't know, that I'm sure you do too, is just be conscious of what is good and what's not good and check labels, right? And, um, you know, I wouldn't, I, I shop now a lot at Aldi, to be honest with you. Um, and I think, you know, I'm really pleased that it's been, there's been at least the one thing that has changed over the last, you know, five years at least is um, they're working harder to get better food into more places. Um, you know, it wasn't always true that that was the case, you know, certain neighborhoods or communities, it was very difficult to get access to fresh, healthy food. I think that's becoming a little bit easier and a little bit more affordable, but it's still a problem. Um, but you know, it's, it's possible now to, to do, to, to be a, um, sort of aware consumer, you know, even, um, you know, even in the grocery store. And, um, you know, I try to do that. I just, I try to pay attention. I, I happen to use a fitness, um, uh, like a food tracker so I can track my, uh, nutrients. And I do that for my health in general, but also cause I'm, like I said, I, I'm a fitness geek. So I'm looking, I'm interested to know, if I had a really rough run this morning, what did I eat yesterday and the day before? And I take note of that so that it helps me kind of figure out and recalibrate like what's helpful and what's not. So now I know why, but I don't think anybody else knows why. Why do you why are you looking at the last 48 to 72 hours or even 12 to 72 hours? Um, you know, I I don't know. I'd be interested in your thought on it, but I just, you know, I think what you put into your body has a, an impact. It takes a bit for it to metabolize and it, it has an impact on the way that your body processes, um, you know, sugar and fat and, and energy. So um, if my energy is low one day, it's usually because of what I ate a couple of days before and or, you know, in the case of, you know, this past week, you know, it was really humid. It was hot. I didn't have enough water, you know, um, so, right. Those are huge things. Like how hydrated are you? Right. Yeah. Um, then the other question is, um, you know, a lot of people don't know that let's say um, you're eating a food that causes inflammation for you. And it could be a whole food. It could be an apple. Right. But we don't know that um, until you've eaten it, but it may not show up like the sensitivity or inflammation, which will slow you down, can show up anywhere between eight to 72 hours after consumption. Yeah, and that that inflammation also affects my recovery. Um, you know, I can also, uh, especially, you know, I hate to say this because I don't believe age, age is an excuse for anything, but, you know, we all get a little aches and pains. And, um, you know, my, my if my hip hurts or my knee hurts or my ankle hurts or something, you know, um, I also track it, pay attention to what I'm, I'm putting in my body because if, if I'm, if my body is, um, inflamed, if you will, um, the chances are that, that pain, I feel that I feel that in the, um, in the recovery and it takes me a little bit longer. So, um, you know, I don't overthink it. I'm not, I, I don't want to, it's not, this isn't like super hard for people that are like, oh my gosh, I would never spend all that time. It's not that much time. It's not really that hard. It's just noticing. Right. It's a right. moment it's noticing it's just paying attention and noticing and being like, okay, yesterday I had, you know, that, you know, brownie and today after my run, you know, my knees really bugging me, you know, I don't know. Just, I just noticed. Oh, no, I mean, totally. yeah. So I went to this restaurant, um, in Crystal Lake. 
It's called 1776, and we're hoping to have them on the show uh, shortly. They are a complete gluten-free restaurant um, and organic, and the food is amazing. Well, they also have, they do have sugar in their, like their, their desserts. And we had the flourless chocolate cake. I'm in pain. That's how that shows up for me. Like if I have sugar, I'm in pain. So if people who are listening are eating sugar and you have pain, you can stop eating sugar and eliminate potentially some of your pain or all of your pain. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I couldn't agree with that more. And, and I, you know, I guess the way I look at it too is I think about um, sugar for me is like a low grade poison. It's just, it's not good for me. That doesn't mean I never have it. <laughs> I do. I do. I just know what the impact is going to be. So if I decide I'm going to have ice cream cone with my nieces, I'm aware I'm enjoying my ice cream cone for one thing. I'm like, this is a big treat and I'm going to enjoy every freaking bite of this thing and relish this moment I have with my nieces and not feel guilty for having this ice cream cone and beat myself up for the last, you know, 24 hours. It's just not worth it. Right. But I'm aware that I'm eating something that's a treat. It's not a sustenance. It's a treat. It's, it's a very rare occasion. That's why it's special. And it may have impacts like, you know, I don't drink, but if I, you know, if you have two glasses of wine, chances are the next day, maybe you don't feel a hundred percent. Do you regret having the wine? Not always. Right. So, I mean, it's just knowing and being uh, conscious of what you're doing and what I'm doing. And, and that just helps me a lot. It helps me enjoy it more. Mm -hmm. you know? And I don't restrict myself and say, I'm never having this. That would never happen. <laughs> but well, I, I have you ever tried when you've had sugar? Have you ever tried having oregano, uh, essential oil, or oregano caps afterwards? I have not tried oregano. I do tend to drink a lot, lot more water. I try to hydrate a lot more, you know, when I'm drinking, uh, when I'm having sugar, especially if it's late in the day. I try to, before I go to bed, make sure that I hydrate. I have not tried oregano. Um, so I'd be interested in your thoughts on that. Um, but yes. I, you know, I've used oregano. Um, when I've had ice cream or something with sugar in it. And so oregano helps uh, with your gut health, uh, besides the fact that, it, well, it kills things like, you know, different types of unhealthy bacteria, viruses and things. Um, uh, and this is not approved by the FDA. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, because then they'd have to write a prescription for the plant, you know, <laughs> um, uh, but I take it and it offsets the sugar. Like, I don't know how, I mean, I actually don't know the science behind it, but like if you have candida, you can be taking oregano and it'll offset the sugar. So you're muted. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just nodding in agreement. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. I'll definitely give it a try. Um, it's you know. easier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in general, I just, you know, I think I have the same, you know, sugar is in particular a poison, as you say, because um, 
It's addictive. a substance. The addictive nature of it is very challenging. Unlike red meat, where it's rare that somebody's like addicted to red meat, although I suppose it could happen. But you know, it's also a poison, right? Like also a treat, like not saying never, but probably not the best idea on a regular basis. But you know, sugar, unlike that, is something it's hard if you get going to get off. It's it's really a challenge. And and so it's a particularly dangerous um drug. Particularly dangerous because it it, it just it's um if you've ever been addicted to sugar, and I have on occasion, and it goes like this, right? If I'm honest, I'm not perfect. Um, it's um, it's a it's a it's an emotional, mental roller coaster that you're on to, you know, um, the shame and the you know the just the you know the constant. It's a very challenging substance to get off of. And so that's another reason why I think being aware and conscious, and you know, if I'm having the ice cream. I know that the next day is probably going to be a little harder to stay away from sugar, but that it's more important to do it right. So that I'm not back on the train. Um, it's just, it's a really sticky wicket. What does it do to your brain? Kelly? Yeah. Well, that thanks for asking that question. So it is from, you know, I think both in mental health and in dementia, um, you know, they've really, they've looked at sugar um, uh, and in relation to impacts on the brain and, diabetes is one of the risk factors for dementia. So that should say a lot right there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. This is your person in uh, 2000, I think 17 or 18 for the ADA's expo. So yeah, so I won't go, I'm not a doctor. I want, I, you know, I'm not going to go into a whole thing on diabetes, but I think, I think um, the, the role of sugar is, um, is quite clear. Um, and a lot of people, especially as I get older, have diabetes and, um, um, that's related um, um, to our diets as well um, as a lot of other things. Um, so it is it is absolutely um, a risk factor for dementia, but also um, mental health challenges as well. Um, there's been um, just an incredible amount of research around depression and anxiety. Um, for me, what that does is it puts me on a roller coaster. Um, you know, that's hard to manage. Um, and, um, you know, it shoots your sugar levels up and down and that it's just like alcohol, right? It just takes you up, it takes you down, it takes you up, it takes you down. And it's a really challenging ride, um, especially if you're trying to, um, you know, maintain some mental clarity and stability. Um, it, it's not helpful. Uh, it doesn't mean that if you have clinical depression that you don't also need to be on medication. It doesn't mean that there aren't clinical things that you can do, but it is a really, really important I think one of the most important things to take a look at that you can do on your own. And I think for me anyway, a lot of my anxiety issues um, have abated when my nutrition improved. Um, that's not true for everyone, but I think it is true for a lot of people. So I, I'm, I'm going to give you two thumbs up on that. Um, so I was misdiagnosed um, having bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. Hmm. Um, no one looked at my diet. Yeah, right. Why don't we do that? It's in. It's like what you're putting in your body. How can that not be a factor? Right. And so when they don't ask, right, and they don't look, how do you know? Right. And so I don't know. It's to me, it's sugar is so. I mean, like I. The sh for, so for people who have a diagnosis, and I'm not advocating, I never do, and I know Kelly's not either, so I'll just speak for you on that, that yeah. anyone could get off a medication that they're on that a doctor's recommended because you have a mental health condition. 
But what we are recommending, and I'm recommending for sure, is to take a look at your diet and look at the role that sugar's playing. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it lights up eight pleasure centers in your brain, and cocaine lights up one. Yeah. So, I mean, and yeah. I think um, I probably have uh, a little infographic about that. Um, but it's to me, um, I think there's a lot of people who have diagnoses that not necessarily are accurate. And so you're medicating yourself with sugar so that you can feel better for the moment. Then you're being given a prescription much like me. And I'm actually going to show this. I don't always on every show. So I was actually on a sad diet as a bodybuilder. Mm. Uh, hostess, uh, hostess uh, cupcakes, you know, Twinkies before workout. I had so much pain. But when I finally got mm, properly diagnosed, not really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They put me on 17 different drugs to handle like the bipolar disorder. And mm -hmm. I gained a hundred pounds. Yeah. And so what happens if you just ask somebody about their diet and help them modify? And I want to just say to people who are listening in or watching, um, no one says it's easy. Yeah. It's simple, but it's not easy. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 it, it is very challenging. There's no life hacks. I'm a big anti life hacker. Like if people says there's some shortcut to something, it's usually not true. <laughs> um, it just takes a little work, and and um, you know, I, I think um, oh, what was I gonna? I was gonna say something about your um, if you were diagnosed, and and um, I, I think um, you know, sugar isn't your diet isn't um isn't the only thing right in your life. It's, it's not like a, this brownie caused dementia, right? But it is a really important factor. And if you have, if you're concerned about your mental health or you're concerned about developing dementia, or even if you've already begun to develop some cognitive impairment symptoms, why wouldn't you want to tackle that from all angles? And, and um, so that's how I look at it. It's a tool in the toolbox. That's a really important tool. And I guess um, one of the things that I would highly recommend is that you ask your doctor about food. And I guarantee you that they probably will dismiss it most in most a lot of cases. The doctors will say, eh, it's not, you know, don't worry about that. Let's talk about this medication or that's probably going to happen. That doesn't mean it's still not a good idea to raise it with your doctor. A, because they need to be educated and we need to push the healthcare system to start having this conversation. And if patient demand is high for better risk reduction, then the medical system will respond. So ask your doctor, hey, does my, do you think my diet has a role in, in this challenge that I'm having? What, what could I do better to help in terms of what I put in my body? Is there any research on X, Y, and Z? Ask your doctor. It doesn't, it's okay if they don't know the answer. I guarantee you, if they don't know the answer, any good doctor is going to go back and look it up, right? They're going to feel flat footed and they're going to go back and go, God, I really should know the answer to that. 
that's how this is going to happen in part, right? I mean, the big hand of government's not going to come down and like make every doctor do X, Y, and Z. I mean, I, I think it's really important to have some agency in that discussion and don't accept here's the pill for your solution without also, okay, thank you. What else can I do? Is there anything else I should be doing? I'm exercising this much. Is that enough? I'm eating this. Is that okay? I think we just need to push it. Well, wait till you see what I'm going to show you. Good. Oh, great. I'm excited. So um, do you see this screen? That's Andrew, by the way, uh, which most, uh, not everybody in the course in the world knows he's my boyfriend, but that's my boyfriend. And we partner with a company called My Formulary. And um, what it does is um, allows a patient to go to the website and give you clinically proven uh, condition-specific food recommendations. Um, so practitioners can enroll in this for their patients, associations, um, 501c3s, doctors, health clubs, and within the next, let's say, week or two weeks, so this is just a website. And every, so every food choice is tied back to a PubMed study. So if you oh. have diabetes, you have Alzheimer's, you have, you know, um, Parkinson's, you want to know, is this food okay? It ties it back to a PubMed study. Yeah, Kelly, this is a great food for you. Have this. Hey, Kelly, not a good food for you. Here are, some three, here are three or four options. So yeah. A, it's on a website. In a, in a week or two weeks, you know, depending on the rollout, um, it'll be tied to your phone and an app. And on the app, let me just show you this. This is really cool. Um, and it's kind of hard. Let me just go to the landing page. Um, let's see if it's showing up. Nope, not yet. Give me a second. It's processing. But on the landing page, oh, there we go. Can you, let's see if I can see that now. Not yet. Okay, let me remove that and then add to stream. Let me remove from stream and go back to here. That's why. So, um, and then we have Zelda uh, Robinson's going to be joining us in just a minute. Um, let me go here. So Chrome tab. So check this out. So you've got your phone, you enter in your health condition. Can you see that on the screen now? Yeah. You enter in your health condition, you get a green light for go and red for no. Interesting. Yeah. And it says over half of us are reading product labels looking for the beneficial or harmful ingredients to improve wellness, treat disease, and increase immunity. And most people read the fact chart but miss ingredients. And who can say ICO, whatever it is, acid, and know that it's the healthiest part of the fish? Um, with over 10 years of research and development, we finally made it simple to know what's right for you. And for those you love, try it free for 30 days. So, you you know, it's it's graded. Um, you can put in whatever disease, you know, heart disease, high cholesterol, congestive heart failure, Alzheimer's, um, you know, it, and, and it's simple. 
Um, really, yeah, that's terrific. I mean, I just think anything that helps gives us as consumers more power to know what we're putting in our bodies is is really. Yeah, it puts the power back in your hands for sure. I'm going to add Zelda Robinson to the stream. She reversed uh, type 2 uh, diabetes. Zelda? Good morning. Kelly O'Brien. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, my sister from another yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to hear your story. Oh, wow. Yeah, Zelda's got a great story. And um, we met. Um, at when I was the chairperson of the American Diabetes uh, Expo in Chicago. And Zelda was there as one of the exhibitors and sharing her story. Um, and go ahead, uh, Zelda. Sure um, uh, I think it's 7.36 and we need to take our first commercial break. Oh, gosh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so let me, um, let me do that. So I'm... Um, old school. I worked in commercial radio before I came to blog talk. I retired from commercial radio. So my mind is always on the clock. We had breaks every 15 yeah. minutes. So it's programmed into me. It's like, it's break time. It's break time. Ah, yeah. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over medicated and put on 19. I was over medicated and put on 19. Yes. I reversed and all yes. my chronic I reversed all my chronic plant and energy based using plant and energy based healing. It was amazing. At Susan Essentials, at Susan Essentials, consumers we support and both businesses. Consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees. That was weird. That was was that duplicating on your side too? Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, we're just gonna run Zelda. Oh, you, you, you think this was something you should have heard? Yet. Did you? I don't. You didn't hear this before, no. you worry about the wife, family, health, jobs, relationships. Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. Take advantage of the deal of the day. Go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code, The Female Solution, and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. Okay, I'm going to try this other commercial again real quick. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Susan Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses, 
and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being, and we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. Success! Woohoo! Got <laughs> so, so Zelda, tell us your story about reversing type two diabetes and what you did to get off of sugar. Well, let me be. <coughs> excuse me. Upfront first, uh, I'm not off sugar. I am constantly, it's a, it's a, it's a battle every day because everything we eat has sugar in it, everything. So even though I have the grow tower and, uh, it's, it's still, a, it's still a struggle, but I don't add sugar to anything. Cause I know everything that already has sugar in it. Anyway, um, night 2013, I believe it was, we met in 2016 or 17, something like that. Anyway, um, had an accident in, uh, in route to the operating room. Well, actually I'm still in my hospital room. And you know, the little band that they put on your wrist to identify you, Zelda Robinson, yes, age, yes, live here, yes, diabetic, it, oh, wait a minute. What, what'd you say, diabetic? Oh, you sure you got the right Zelda Robinson? Yeah, honey, we got the right one. You're a diabetic, so just want you to know that before you go into surgery. I'm like, wow, what a wonderful thing to know on my way into surgery. Long story short, um, came out, had to start on metformin, and I'm told that metformin destroys the kidneys and everything else. And I said to myself, self, yeah, I do talk to myself. Uh, you've got to find a better way to do this. I don't know what, it, what way it is, but get quiet, meditation, do what you do. And I'm talking to my sister one day and she says, I have a drink for you that help you get rid of diabetes. And I'm like, really? Okay. So she gave me the recipe and I made it and I was like, remember Joan Rivers? Mm -hmm. Can we talk here? But hey, I drank it and it works. I drink it every day. I got to make one this morning. Apple, beet, cucumber, lemon, ginger, and kale and turmeric. All seven of those ingredients, if you drink it every day faithfully for six months to a year, depending on your body chemistry, chances are your numbers are going to decrease dramatically. And when you go to the doctor and they ask you, what have you been doing? And are you out of your prescription? Yes, I'm out of my prescription. So what have you been taking? Apple, beet, cucumber, lemon, ginger, kale, turmeric. And she says, wow, well, keep doing what you're doing. But I'm going to give you this prescription anyway, just in case. So the, the prescription years later is, is I flushed it somewhere because I don't have it. And during my travels as a um, author and a speaker, author of How I Reverse Di uh, Diabetes, Type 2 Diabetes. <clears throat> and if I can do it, you can do it too. And it's available at diabeticdonut.com. And it's free. All you have to do is go there and download it. It has a little of my story, my history, and the constant challenges that I face. And they are on, and I will be posting this morning on my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. So people know it's it's an uphill battle. It's every day. 
It's just so like- I'm gonna add something to your recipe, may I? Oh, absolutely. A hint, a touch, a pinch of black pepper. Really? It activates okay. turmeric and uh, makes it more bioavailable in the body by 2,000%. By 2,000%. Okay, so if black pepper does 2,000%, I wonder what African red pepper would do because I overheard that in a conversation one day and I also heard that black pepper clogs the colon. Hmm. Yeah, unless it's the coarse black pepper. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, no. I mean, so we're not putting a lot of black pepper. We're doing a pinch, which is just activating the turmeric, making it bioavailable in the body. That's all. Okay. Then I will add that to the blog. Kelly, hey, can I ask a question? I'd be so curious to know if, um, since you started doing the, the drink, if you've changed any of your other eating habits. Oh, yeah. I used to eat a whole potato pie. Now I just eat a slice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I would eat a whole pie in two days. I, I, I was just that hook on sugar. Tell him, Tony. Oh, he's in the back. I would eat a whole sweet potato pie, a whole pie in two days. Have one for lunch, a slice for lunch, a slice for uh, dinner, and a slice afterwards. It's so funny, though. I can't eat sugar in the morning. It makes me sick. So yeah. my, my well, prayers for sugar to make me sick all day, that hasn't worked yet. It's sort uh -huh. of towards... Oh, oh, yeah, monk fruit. Yeah, I love monk fruit. Oh, yeah, fruit. the monk fruit. I keep saying it's sort of it. something that I, I think is a good um, sugar. Um, like if people are trying to get more sugar out of their diet, mm -hmm. the thing that's worked for me is don't worry about taking things away. Worry about adding things that are healthy. So, like, you added this healthy drink. And it's really interesting if you start to add healthy things to your diet, how even without your awareness sometimes, the unhealthy things start to slip away because you don't need them as much. They're, you're not as hungry, right? So I always think like during the day, if I'm struggling with a sugar craving, I'll have some broccoli with a little bit of sea salt sometimes. That's what I found. Still want the sugar, then I'll eat it later. But it's like, I just like, let's try to put something else in front of me first. Right. And then right. the bad stuff sort of moves its way out over time. And sometimes yes. it's a year. Yes. Yes. It's like you're crowding out the bad stuff and you it sounds like you kind of did that with your drink. Like you started your drink and then you stopped eating a whole eventually you stopped eating a whole potato pie. <laughs> it also helps. It's got to also help the diabetes, right? It does. It does. It does. <laughs> and I'm telling you exactly what you just said that does make a difference because I stopped eating more sugar. I eat less sugar, but I I eat more nutritional things. So for breakfast yeah. now, I eat a salad. And yeah, it's amazing right. all of the nutrition that's in a salad. And by lunchtime, because my breakfast is 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 not breakfast, it's more like brunch, because I, I I don't just don't have an appetite in the morning. And when you eat the salad, it gives you the nutrition that you need. Right. So you don't even you don't even crave the sugar. And I was like, right. whoa, eating a salad for breakfast, really? Yeah. And, and what happened is I ran out of breakfast food breakfast food one day and had a salad and i was like wow i could do this every day because it does make a difference and you're not hungry and you don't have the weight of the eggs and the fat and the grease from the sausage and the bacon and the biscuits so it's a like a salad for breakfast is a lifesaver yeah and yeah, you I feel good you feel good that. about yourself too yeah i popped up the <laughs> on top of that lettuce that salad uh-huh um 
because of those essential fatty acids, because it helps your brain. Ah, oh, and I've learned to eat avocados for breakfast too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, avocado, avocado, avocado on a croissant or a slice of toast. Oh my goodness, it's better than jelly. It's better than jam. It is, and it's good. It's yeah, avocados have a neutral taste, but in my mind, they're, they're good. It's good fat, so it's like I'm enjoying it. So I don't care. I think well, I have a question. Go ahead, Kelly. No, I was just gonna. I'm just gonna double down on that and say I have a running coach who's helping me with some physical activity challenges that I'm working on. And one of the one days I was saying that I was really struggling. I felt like I needed more carbs because you need energy, right? Like you need energy to do these things. So I have to have some sugar, not refined sugar, but I have mm -hmm. to have carbohydrates to get this thing done. Um, but he said, you know, next time you're craving sugar, have an avocado. Sometimes you're really needing fat. And I really? thought that was a helpful, um, you know, tip. You know, so sometimes I'm like, you know, the first go to, it seems like it's always sugar, but maybe it's not sugar. Maybe it's something else. So try that first. Wow. And yeah. how have you ever had an avocado smoothie? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know I could do such a thing. One day I'm just throwing things in a blender and I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what fuck? An avocado smoothie. I'll have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Costco has a, um, uh, avocados chopped up in little frozen cubes. Do they? Mm -hmm. So really, yeah. Um, another thing, if you, uh, which is you know, um, I love if people are looking for you know a way to have more energy in the morning. You think I'm drinking coffee in my mug? You assume maybe I am. I'm not. Oh. So I'm drinking dandelion coffee. Uh, mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With my sister, right? My but, sister it's, but it's dandelion and I put in the monk fruit. So I get mm -hmm. my if I need it. But the dandelion's actually cleaning out your liver and to what Kelly's saying. So you start putting in the good stuff. It actually you're you're also when you put in the good stuff. It helps to naturally detox out the bad stuff, mm. reduces your craving for the bad stuff. Mm. Mm. Yes. I really like your mindset, Kelly, about, see, I have a mindset about removal, right? And I like to say getting rid of, you know, the sugar, the toxins. But I like your mindset. I mean, I like mine, but I also like yours. Because yours is cool, too, because it's like, well, just put in the good stuff so that your body can actually do what it does. That's brilliant. Well, I find and for me anyway, it's really, you know, it's sort of like they say about what's the power of intention. Like the more you think about something, like they say, like, if you want to make more money, the thing to do is not to think about your debt, right? It's to think about making more money. So like, you know, focusing on the things you want in your life and focusing on you want that to look like, as opposed to, for me anyway, focusing on the things I don't like about myself or that I want to get rid of. It's harder to do that because then you tend to, I tend to obsess more about those things, right? Or beat myself up a little. So if I focus on, all right, if I eat this healthy salad for breakfast, I'm doing myself, I'm starting off feeling proud of myself I'm getting my day off to a really good start. I'm a big fan of like making your bed in the morning too. Good accomplishment right off the bat, right? And you know, I'm thinking about like, wow, I feel healthy, and I'm I'm visualizing like a healthy, strong person. That's much easier for me anyway than 
don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. It's just a little bit, because um, I'm everybody's different. I tend to beat myself up a lot. And um, so it's hard, um, especially for things that are super addicting. Um, you know, when you, when it's just really challenging, like we all know this, right? Like it's just really hard. Like if you if you slip up, it's just it's human. You know, I mean, it's 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 a tough thing. So and the world will beat you up enough. You do not have to beat yourself up. It's just yeah, coming from hard. all four corners. Back to the dandelion tea, uh, Jody. You can usually get it in a, in a little box about this size. You know, like a regular tea box. I think it's like seven, eight bucks. I go to Chinatown and I get a bag this big for like seven bucks because I drink it every day, sometimes twice a day. Well, this is- It doesn't taste good, I'm telling you that, but it works wonders. Yeah, but it's dandelion coffee, so it actually tastes like coffee. Really? I don't like coffee, so it's not- Oh, so I love coffee, and I- yeah, I'm a tea drinker. I'm not a big tea drinker. I tried to go back to real coffee, organic coffee. It was lighting my brain on fire without the sugar, and- we found um, my friend Jen Stennett, who you know has been on the show. We found um, the dandelion. It's Pacino is the brand. And you no, know, excuse me. How do you know your brain's on fire, Jody? Oh, so I am thinking so fast that the words are come are. I'm falling over my words and I can't speak. Wow. Yeah, that is a brain on fire. Well, yeah, I mean, so I'm thinking up here, but my brain doesn't coordinate with the function of the words in my mouth. Uh, it just doesn't work. Um, Have you ever recorded yourself doing that or had someone record you? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just get my bot out and do that and okay. <laughs> bring back to a theta state in 10 minutes. Thank you. Oh, wow. Easier. <laughs> I don't want to record that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, thank you. <laughs> wow. Okay. We can record you, Zelda. <laughs> what was that? We can record you, Zelda. <laughs> oh, you don't want to record oh, me. Don't say that too loud. Tony might hear you because he will record me. So it's just not pretty. No. Like it's not pretty. When and and I want to tell you. So I used to work. I used I launched the debit card uh, the debit card program in '94 and then again in '96 of uh, the rest of the world. And in '96, I remember I'm sitting in this boardroom <laughs> with all these people. And I can't shut up because I have been popping chocolate covered coffee beans. Oh chocolate my goodness. Coffee beans, people. Sugar, caffeine, and more caffeine. Oh right? my sugar. Mm -hmm. Wow. So if oh you're me at that, if you're if you're doing what I did a couple decades ago and you want to reclaim your health, just I don't know. Try something different. Try, you know. yeah. And what we, someone, I was speaking to a doctor out of Nebraska yesterday, and he said, Jody, I really feel like I need to optimize, like, you know, take it to the next level. And he's working a lot. And I said, then you need to slow down. He goes, no, no, I can't slow down. I need to keep going. Ooh. I said, well, actually, I said, there's a whole book on slowing down so that you can speed up. Yeah, I've heard of that. 
Right. That's when you say that all the time. I'm like, what sense does that make? Well, because okay. when you can slow down your brain, you you think clearly. It takes less time. It may not think you may not believe that or understand it right away. But over time, or oh, we just lost her. Over time, what happens is you're you think smarter. You operate more efficiently with less of the stimulants that you're adding to the brain that does the brain the brain's not supposed to work i think at that speed what do you think kelly oh did makes, i lose you oh. oh no no here i am uh makes a lot of sense yeah yeah I, I uh i have the same problem um i've been you know it's food for me for sure i can see you know when that happens um but also trying to breathe <laughs> and I'm sure you can agree, you, you concur with that, but. So I wanted to share with everybody one other screen and it looks like Zelda, oh, I thought she was coming back in. People don't realize how many names there are for sugar. Mm. And there's well over a hundred different names for sugar, right? Oh, wow, yeah. So the site that we're looking at um, right now uh, is uh, Fab Tracker. Um, it's alternative names for sugar. So you've got malts, maltose, maple syrup, molasses, fruit juice, fructose, glucose, brown sugar. Um, brown rice syrup used to put me in a catatonic state. Caramel. Mm -hmm. Um, coconut sugar, which doesn't um, metabolize the same way as cane sugar, for the record. Corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, um, date sugar. So actually, date syrup is actually doesn't um, metabolize the same way either in your body. So date syrup is really good. I actually use this on top of a coconut ice cream that doesn't have um, sugar in it, right? Huh. <laughs> so. That's yeah. Oh, it's it's delicious. And they also, if you like having um, barbecue sauce, they make a barbecue sauce with date syrup. And again, it's it's not. Um, pardon. I said it sounds amazing. Oh, it is. I mean, I have so many. I'm going to look it up. That sounds great. Yeah. So this brand is Date Lady. There's also just date. There's, I mean, there's we there's lots of options. Um, and back to the list, um, erythritol. That's actually, you know, that's a sweetener versus a sugar, in my opinion. Um, but when you think about all of this, right? Tapioca. Um, when you think about the fact that there's all these different names for sugar, isn't that overwhelming? Um, you're muted. You're muted. I mean, Sorry, muted. yeah. <laughs> I have puppies here, so my dogs occasionally would like to join the show, so I've been trying to keep And them. let them. I have a bird that joined the show. We are good. It is all good. 
So it want to bring them up on your lap? Are they lap dogs? No, or they no, no. They're big and it would be very, you know, it's all good. Thank you, though. <laughs> They're just fine right now. They're just my, fine. My parents, my, my, I have two birds, uh, a white belly kayak and a, a sun conure. And the white belly kayak has her own following. So let me bring uh, Zelda back in. So, um, so go ahead, Kelly. No, just if you, I, um, I just wanted to, um, I know I have to step off soon, but, um, if you don't mind, Jody, um, I, um, I wanted to just say a few words about, uh, dementia prevention and some things that people can do. Um, I love I step off. um, so a lot of what I do is advocacy is, you know, we've been talking here a lot about personal agency and the things that we all can do, which I think is critically important and maybe even the most important thing, like we talked about, like talking to your doctor, raising these issues with your doctor, you know, taking your own steps to be healthy. But a lot of what I do also is encouraging the government to set up systems that encourage this and reward physicians for doing the right thing. So better payment systems, better Medicare benefits, for example, wow. things of that nature. And so one of the things that, um, so just really quickly, there are a lot of risk factors for dementia. A lot of people think that if they have the gene, I do, um, a lot of people have it in their family, that they're sort of um, doomed, if you will, destined to get um, Alzheimer's and dementia. And the truth is that our genetic material is are risk factors, not determining factors. That they are, it is a risk factor that I have this gene, but it does not mean that I definitely will get that. It, it is something, um, it is it is, it is, is a it is a factor in that decision, right? And in that outcome. And um, we know now that our genes are something that can be changed by our environment and by what we put in our bodies, right? And so, um, so it's really even more important for someone like me or anyone who's concerned about their cognition as they get older and maintaining their memory to think about their health now. And, and we know that, for example, in Alzheimer's, the pathology for Alzheimer's starts decades before there are symptoms. And usually it's in midlife when it's really important. And so the kinds of things that you need to pay attention to when you're thinking about protecting your brain as you get older are hypertension and your blood pressure, diabetes, Nutrition, so plant-based diet. There's lots of references on that, which I'm happy to provide for your show notes if you like. Um, you know, stress and depression are, are are risk factors. So maintaining mental wellness, um, social activity. You know, staying connected with your friends and family and loved one. Here's my puppy. Um, ensuring that you're keeping your brain vibrant and and challenged. So doing different things like reading or. Cards of people, all sorts of people. So there's a lot of information. But the bottom line is that um, we're starting a campaign to ask the president and the secretary of health and human services to adopt a national dementia prevention goal to really focus our health system on these sort of health and wellness activities. And we're encouraging people to write letters to the president and to the secretary. And if you don't mind, I don't know if you share resources with your viewers, but I'd love to send you all day. Yeah. Okay. If I would love to send me, put it in the thread as well. Great. I'll do that because if you'd like to, you know, write a letter, there's an easy way to just click on this link and then you can send a letter to the secretary and to the president saying like this stuff is really important. Like our health system needs to support this because not everybody has access to the kinds of things that we do. We are blessed to have access to. And um, 
a lot of the benefits, hearing, for example, hearing loss is a risk factor for dementia. Medicare doesn't cover hearing loss. They don't give you um, uh, benefits for really? So, so really? really trying to make sure that our health system is supporting the kinds of things that we need to be mentally healthy as we get older is what I'm working on. And I'll share that with you as I step off. Um, I'll, Jody, I'll send you a, a link to that and to a little bit more information for your viewers. And um, just really so appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys today. And Zelda, I just, um, congratulations. Like, I'd love to continue this conversation with you and learn more about you. I'm just amazed at what you've done. And I, as we say, it's it's maybe simple, but it's not easy. So um, <laughs> you know, keep on keeping on. And um, and, and Jody, thanks for having me as a guest. I really am grateful for that. Well, we'd like to have you back so we can talk more, do a deeper dive about what you're doing. We could do a whole show just on the advocacy. Yeah, I'd love that. I love that. That's huge, Kelly. Yeah. I'll share that all over the place. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's huge. And, and you know, I mean, Great. yeah, sorry. Well, I, I'm so excited. I can, I can barely see it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll send you a couple links and, and look forward to seeing you guys again. Thank you. Thank you Kelly. Pleasure yeah. meeting you, Kelly. Bye now. Have a good Bye. run. And, oh, and speaking about ad advocacy, I was listening, watching a video on YouTube the other day, and, and it just reminded me of how we have the power and we don't know it. Because the first thing that popped in my mind when she said, uh, get the president involved, I'm thinking, yeah, let's see how long that's going to sit on his desk before he does something, because he's under rule of big pharma whether we know it or not because that's who runs the country corporate america and, oh, sure. and it's going to sit on somebody's desk for a long time unless we the people make it a priority and if it's not a priority for us then chances are it's not going to be a priority for them because they've got to do what they've got to do and that is to keep us in limbo and in a state of being where we maybe think we're in control, but we're really not, but we really are. We just don't know it. And speaking of that tea, I felt like this is the bag, the burdock root tea. She was oh, yeah, that helps you manage your blood. Great big old bag. Yeah, and I want to I want to talk about solutions. Another bag. Um, and, uh, so I'm actually going to run the commercial, and then we're going to bring on Naima. Okay. Well, so. Um, and I think it's probably break time. Yes. Oh man, God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out, and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456, and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456.
Susan Essentials is re-engineering what health looks like by leading you to the best wellness initiatives in the world. Start your coaching plan today and create a new paradigm of health. Click here to learn more. With a place of with a place of peace pop pop up from Susan Essentials, you are able to increase productivity, mental acuity, leaving you with higher energy and peace in just 20 minutes. We pop up at our office or yours. All right, let me get my email. Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's so wonderful to be with you, beautiful ladies. It's early in the morning. Grand rising at the sky. Grand rising. Grand rising. Yes. You know, it's interesting that you're talking about sugar today. I actually woke up with that on my mind because I was thinking about as a child, I was not told how devastating the impact of sugar can be on your teeth because I grew up with, you know, adults who they had dentures. So I just figured that at a certain age, fall out of the you know, I didn't know. And so I, my dental problems started when I was in high school and we were raising money for our, uh, our team. And we were selling candy, which, you know, children always sell candy. And of course, you know how it is when you're selling stuff half the time you're eating it yourself. So it was like baby root uh, bars. And what were those other ones? Um, that that, that the nuts in it. Um, yeah, the nuts and, and the, the kind with the uh, caramel. Yeah, that one too. And that real hard uh, caramel. So I was sugar daddy, sugar babies. Yeah, I mean, I was eating. Uh, payday, 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 payday. Yeah. Yeah, butterfingers. Oh, god, butterfingers was my weakness. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, was my weakness, it had the nuts, the curls. Yeah, that was my so you know, I'm, I'm selling it during the day, I'm eating it during the night, and then you know, you come home tired, you don't brush your teeth after you've ate a candy bar. So, I literally destroyed my molars, uh, during that period. And then it started to have its effect. So now that I'm of this age and, you know, have teeth missing in the back, that is really affecting me. And, uh, you know, I wish that, I mean, of course we were told, but I wish that I had been more conscious of how destructive sugar can be on your teeth. Because you really, I didn't know that you're supposed to have your teeth your whole life. They're not supposed to go away. You know, they're supposed to be, they're the hardest substance in your body and you're supposed to have them in your 60s. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought, you know, every, oh, all, everybody I knew that was older, they had dentures. You know, you take them out at night, rinse them off, put them back in the morning. I thought that's the plan. Put them in a cup. <laughs> yeah, put them in a cup. <laughs> I thought that was a normal way of living. And then, of course, lately I've learned that you're supposed to have your teeth for your whole life. That's why they're called your permanent teeth. Once they grow mm-hmm. in, they're supposed to stay there. I didn't know that. And of course, if you don't destroy them with sugar, they will be there. So, um, you know, now I, I'm understanding that. People need to hear what you're saying about that, Naima. Um, yeah. Because that's a mindset. We grow up watching our parents watching our siblings and we are programmed to believe that that's the normal yeah we accept it yeah 
and it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> but if everybody around you is doing something and you just assume that that's what it's the norm, it's the norm. It's the norm. And, you know, now that I, I'm at an age where I'm learning all about health, I wish I had known in my earlier years so that I could have made better choices then. And sugar is something that's in everything. You look at the ingredients and you see sugar and things you have no everything. idea. Everything. Sugar in it. Everything. Sugar oh is my addictive. goodness. You know, it's, uh, I couldn't have asked you to set me up better. <laughs> so, I did not believe this. So I want to show you a video that I did at Costco. Mm. Okay. Wow. Um, while you're looking for that, let me interject this right quick. The video that I saw last night, mm -hmm. uh, the guy was complaining about why are they putting sugar in cabbage? What? In greens. Who wants to eat greens with sugar in it? Are you serious? Mm -hmm. I can see salt. But sugar? Wow. Oh my goodness. What next? Yeah. Get you addicted. Well, really so addicted. because of what we talked about earlier on in the show is the very first five minutes, the bliss point. So the bliss uh -huh. point. Anybody who wants this movie, I will send it to them for free. You have to email me and request the access to the movie that sugar film. Okay? Okay. And in that film, it tells you about the bliss point and the bliss point is the formula that was created for dr pepper oh and oh yeah the amount of sugar that has you come crave more okay so never get enough there's right. no such thing as enough i'm gonna run this. tell me about this kombucha yeah i'm so glad you brought that up Oh, how nice. Oh, that's too cute. Oh, yes. I love this. Can hear you, Jody. I hear it. Hold on. I'll make sure you got your volume up. There we go. Um, when you buy something, just because it's organic does not mean it's okay for you to consume. So, let me do a quick turnaround here. This is going to be a two part video. Mm. Yeah, the the audio oh. one that I used to get, and I stopped drinking it once I realized it was seventeen yes. grams of sugar in it in a bottle. That we have eighteen sugars, and eighteen of it is added sugar. So this promotes itself as being a healthy product, but it's really not so much because the after um, filtered water, your second ingredient is cane sugar. And this is not unique to Kirkland, right? So Andrew, go ahead and take out, we're gonna show you Kabeet is doing the same thing. They're all doing the same thing. Because the government lets you oh, get away with it. So if you can see here, you've got 15 added sugars in your Kavita product. Now, not all Kavita products are done this way. So you have to check them all and make sure that the product that you're buying which this one happens to be Kavita, Kabucha, let's see, Tart Cherry. This one has added sugar. So there are many Kavita products out there that don't have added sugar. So if we put this one down, I'll give you the one in my hand. Thank and you, And so this is another product. Let's just keep it straight up for people. It's organic, right? That's a beautiful thing. But then you take a look at this again, 24 added sugars. 
So you have to really read these labels. Um, so again, the ingredients are a key juice, and I never pronounce that right. So you guys can all like, you know, kind of sass me on social media. But the next ingredient is organic cane sugar and then organic tapioca syrup. When you see something that says syrup, you want to think sugar. So um, just want to keep you guys informed that this is not a cool thing. Um, and oh, we have a uh, functional, thank you, Andrew. We have a functional food program that allows you to learn all of this and more. Uh, please feel free to reach out, 847-738-0242. Wow. Mm. You think the government is going to change their behavior because there's 18 grams of sugar in this product and 18 grams of sugar in that product? No. When, as Kelly said before she left the show, when we adopt some legislation to go demand that the food manufacturers remove the sugar. I don't know if our generation will see it. I'll put it like that. Well, the thing about it, be done. Well, the thing about it, you have to realize that people who are in business are in business to have repeat business. And yes. sugar is an addictive yes. product. So it's there's no difference than the, than the people on the on the corner selling crack. I mean, you None. I need you to come back that again. To your repeat customer. Please so say that again. Your body needs this so that you have to come back. Your body so needs it. You don't have a choice. Process. Right. So it really is the responsibility of the people to choose that they're going to not have their bodies craving something in an unnatural way that makes them addicted to something that isn't healthy for them. It's a choice people have to take responsibility of making. Now, one thing I want to ask about, uh, because I have been cultivating dandelions and burdock. Most people look at it and say, oh, weeds, kill them. No, I, I, my, my, my yard is that I've been cultivating these plants to make those products that both of you have spoken about buying. So, Jody, I want to talk to you about the, the, the dandelion coffee, because I, I'm, I'm creating some products under the label we created last year, Pandemic Farms, and I've got burdock greens, got burdock root tea, got uh, dandelion greens. So I've got all of these plants grown organically, uh, stored in my freezer, and now I'm developing the products. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to put the ingredients on the labels and everything so people see that there's nothing added in there. It's totally organic. But of course, you know, it takes some research because you want to make sure that it tastes good. You know, you don't want people to feel like they have to taste something that's horrible in order for it to be good tasting. But even look at this. Wow. Do you know what that's made from? And what is that? That's made from dandelions. Wow. See, I could do that. Pesto. What is it? It's is it pesto, dandelion it's salad? pesto sauce. It is pesto sauce. Okay. Wow. So I use dandelions. Seeds. Or pistachio nuts. Um, I put in garlic cloves, ginger, parmesan, dandelion greens. See that that's what I'm looking for. Recipes that taste good, that don't have added things like sugar in order to make it taste good and be addictive. And that's what we have to do. Just yeah, you know, yeah. keep trying things and you know, yeah, we want it to taste good but it shouldn't be artificially addictive. And that's what companies are doing. That's why everything has sugar in it. That's why it'd be almost impossible to 
even have the government say, well, you know, make them take it out because they're not going to take it out because they, they need you to keep coming back and getting it because yep. your body's craving it. Yep. Well, so did I, I don't know if you saw, and I um, probably didn't. So I'm going to show you what we're, what we're coming out with in a week. It, it's already available on the website for free. And I'll get you both signed up for free uh, this week. But I'll show you. Uh, it's called My Formulary. My Formulary. Uh -huh. So let me just uh, get rid of. So My Formulary, I just need to stop the screen share here and then add this new tab. So My Formulary, um, this is so flipping cool. <clears throat> Alrighty now. So what if you could go to the store? Look at this. So um, I'm bringing on corporations to offer this product to, let's say, if you're um, an insurance company, you can offer it to all of your, <clears throat> all the insured, okay? And they just put their brand here. But let's say you have arthritis, okay? You can go shopping with this app, okay? You scan the foods that you want to buy. You know, you see how on this, this page right here, there's a green thing here for arthritis, high cholesterol, hypertension. So the person who's shopping right now has those conditions, and they select their condition. Make sense so far? Mm. And then they just... And the UPC code. That's it. Ooh. And it says this is good. So you, it's like green light, red light. So what does that mean? Is something harmful in it when it when it flashes no? Mm-hmm. So but they don't just give you a no. They give you alternatives. Why? Yeah. Well, they, they also tie it back to a PubMed study. So mm -hmm. a doctor back to what? Study. It's and they tie it back to a doctor peer-reviewed study that says this food that you're about to eat is good for you or bad for you. Everything. Wow. That's a lot. And it's like your inner body because some time ago I noticed it's like everything that I eat. I feel it immediately, mm -hmm. not down the line a week of 15 minutes later. I feel it immediately. Like when I would, I had to quit going over my aunt's house, uh, probably a cousin aunt, whatever she was, um, probably 10, 15 years ago, because every Sunday we would go there for dinner and have the Sunday dinner greens, macaroni and cheese, cornbread and all that stuff. But at the end of dinner, she would bake a pound cake. And the moment that pound cake hit my lips, my big toe began to hurt. And I'm like, why does my toe always hurt? And I asked her what she put in it. She says, I can't tell you, I have to kill you, but you can come over one day and I can watch. So one day I went over and I watched and I was like, it's a wonder I'm not dead. Wow. Oh. She put in four sticks of butter, count them, Ooh. one, two, three, four. That's why it's called pound cake. And four <laughs> cups of sugar. <laughs> How much? 
Four. Four and four. Wow. The butter's not so bad. The butter. The, the, but, the butter. Bad because I felt it. In, I yeah. felt pain immediately. And I yeah. love that woman. I and I love the pound cake. But I, could, I couldn't keep going over there. I couldn't do but, it. But it's a, it's a good sign, though. It's a good sign that you felt pain because that means you, you've actually cleansed your body of enough impurities where when something that's not good for you enters you, mm. you so that's a good thing if you felt nothing and that's a sign that you're so full of garbage that you can't oh, even know yeah. <laughs> it that way thank you for yes. that aura i love you she's going on to with the ancestors i love you girl but that pound cake was so <laughs> and i couldn't eat just one slice i had to have two yeah and then i take one home yeah. yeah, and then I'm hurting all week. Yeah, that big oh. that, that pounding in that big toe. I'm like, and it only affects the big toe. I was mm. watching a documentary that says, wherever the weakest part is in your body, uh. when you eat something that doesn't agree with you, that it will show up in there. Like if you got a bad knee, it'll show wow. up on that knee. I was watching a football documentary. That's it'll show good. up wherever that body part is. Oh that my goodness! By the time that we get to the age that we are, seniors seasoned Season. citizens <laughs> you have developed habits that are not conducive to well-being yeah so it's a challenge to get the cleanse going on yeah. that get that detox going on yeah. on that page that you put up i went to it uh and i'm putting it on my blog too uh seldaspeaks.wordpress.com what page is I have so to, uh, much information in there yeah, what page have, is that yeah i have to step away uh, visibly, but I'll, oh. I'll join you uh, uh, by voice. Okay, uh, and I got to plug up before I lose power here. So, I'm sorry, what page are you putting up on Zelda's? Uh, uh, the one that you sent me this morning. The truth about cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm posting it on my blog. Uh, the truth about cancer cutting out the sugar detox. Yeah, that's amazing. That whoa, that is ooh, that's a lot. Well, let me bring it up for people right now. Um, I have all these links up, so let me. Um, here we go. I'll share that one. Um, just get rid of that. Hold on. So the truth about cancer was a huge, uh, they made a huge contribution to my health because it was one of the docu-series that I watched, uh, the first docu-series that I watched um, that helped me understand all the things that were contributing uh, to my demise. And so, here we go. So this is Ty Bollinger uh, right here. And he says the secret to detox success and long life is just cut out the sugar. You want to shop the perimeter of the grocery store, right? Yes. yes. Um, and, you know, um, here he says the American sugar consumption epidemic uh, he says the average American consumes about a hundred pounds of sugar every year. Um, and 
it used to be in the 1700s that the average person consumed four pounds of sugar every year. So we've gone from four pounds to 100 pounds of sugar every single year, which is equivalent to 126 grams of sugar that you're consuming if you're not you know, eating just whole foods, um, which is more than twice the World Health Organization's recommendation um, and the highest in the world. And so um, it leads to uh, diabetes, uh, heart disease, GI problems, inflammation, immune systems, brain health issues, uh, your cognitive decline. If you want to have babies, think about it twice. If you're eating a high sugar diet, um, so um, the thing is, is that sugar is just really detrimental. Now, I want people to understand this. Um, and oh, it looks like uh, Zelda's on the, or not Zelda, Naima's on the switchboard. So let me invite her back in now. I love her comparison crack cocaine versus sugar. <laughs> it's the same thing. I'm going to show you guys. It's the same thing. Oh, actually, and Andrew's on the switchboard too. I went, can I, add, can I add two people at the same time? I don't know about the same time, but you can definitely add them. Yep, I did. Okay. I think I've got, so Naima and Andrew? They're not there. Uh -huh. We're on two. Okay. You're all, you're all live. So Andrew, um, why don't you talk about sugar and brain health and Alzheimer's? Cause I think you have a scan that can help people tell if they're going to be susceptible, uh, to Alzheimer's, what, 20 years in advance. Can you talk about that? Wow. Sure. I can talk, I can talk briefly about that. Uh, Kelly mentioned, uh, that, that you do have, you can Alzheimer's and dementia is present in the brain before you see the symptoms. Uh, she also mentioned that because you have the gene which makes you susceptible, to, more susceptible to dementia or Alzheimer's, does not mean that you have to have, have to get it. So uh, the first I'll address is, is that yes, our uh, scan at Amen Clinics where I work can show you Alzheimer's and dementia up to 20 years before you have the first symptom. Wow. Uh, fortunately, I have, I've had a brain scan because I worked there, so I got to have one. Fortunately, I don't have Alzheimer's coming. Sometimes my kids used to say that, but it's not true now. I can prove it. So uh, I'm in good shape uh, for that. You can see on the brain the different uh, levels of, of, uh, of blood perfusion in the in the brain, which shows the early onset of dementia. So that is possible to see if you look inside the brain, the brain scans for, for what we do. The second thing is uh, you are not to have it, even if you have the, uh, the gene that makes you, you successful to or more successful to it, uh, if you make changes in your lifestyle and your diet, you can either uh, postpone it a long time or you can even not have it at all. Mm. It, it, it does take a sacrifice just like everything else we've been talking about, uh, uh, about this morning, about the choices, about the answer may be easy, but the choices aren't easy. Uh, and, and Delta, what you've said uh, since you've been on the show as well, uh, talks about sacrifices you have to make. If you want real help, you have to make those sacrifices. Then you end up finding out they aren't really sacrifices. At the beginning they are, you get rid of the sugar and you got sugar cravings. 
But then you substitute things in, and your body gets used to you. So this is not so bad. After mm-hmm. all. It's like the the coffee that uh, Jody mentioned. This isn't really coffee. Uh, it has stimulants uh, like a caffeine, just because of the nutrients that are in it. I'll tell you that the, the uh, there's a competition of the Olympics uh, today. Yesterday, on which time the time zone it was, but uh, synchronized diving. Two women from the United States uh, surprisingly got a silver medal. weren't expected to get a, to get a silver medal, and they asked one of the divers, "What made the big difference for you in, in your game?" She said, "When my coach told me." Stop drinking coffee and get off the sugar. That's when my game really rise up to the level it is now, and that's why I'm the Olympic medalist. Wow, she said that. Wow, she said that. Uh, Auntie Orr was a commentator, but I spoke to her, and she said, "This is why I am where I am today." I cut I cut out the sugar, I cut out the caffeine, and I severely limited my sugar. Wow! Like you were talking about brain on fire, since I wasn't able to focus. And if you're doing synchronized diving, you gotta be exactly in tune with your partner, and you can't focus, you can't win. And I think I would argue that's like that for uh, for business and even a relationship. If you can't uh, focus on your partner, you can't be cognizant of what things are going on. It's not going to work. Wow! I would think because you're an athlete, you would need more sugar, and you just proved that to be wrong. I can't believe it. A distinction that's not true. You do need more sugar, but you don't need added sugar. You need sugar from things that have fiber: apples, bananas, berries. Um, so you want it naturally occurring in. Um, your fruits and vegetables because they have sugar in it, and that's okay. Eat your apples, pears, uh, peaches, berries, blueberries, blackberries. Um, bananas are amazing. Um, but as soon as you extract it out, okay, and you make a juice out of it, now you're sh- spiking your sugar levels. You want it intact. Because when sugar is paired with the fiber, it actually helps the body heal itself and function at its full potential. Mm. I was told, Judy, that the body does not know the difference between uh, natural sugars and fake sugars. I heard somebody say that. Is that true? <clears throat> no. Okay. Wrong <laughs> information. Oh, yeah. Okay, first of all, um, the bodies do not. The body does not recognize synthetics, and when you put a synthetic into your body, it gets stored into your fat cells. It starts. It starts to what? It get that synthetic is stored in your fat cells, and because it's not being pulled out of your fat cells unless you intentionally do that, which I can share offline how to do that, um, then it become it turns into disease. So it absolutely knows the difference. Okay. And I will fight anybody tooth and nail on that. Okay. It knows the difference in respect to. Okay. I get that now. Okay. Whether it's, it's still sugar, it's whether it's natural sugar or artificial sugar. Okay. Okay. I get that. Well, the article to show all the information you need is not always correct. So you need to act, ask an expert like Jody. 
Well, I don't know that I'm an expert. I, I'm well read and I am certified. But the thing is, is that here's the other thing about these artificial sweeteners. And really, thank you for bringing it up because I didn't even bring it up. So these artificial sweeteners. Worse than sugar. What? Worse than sugar. Yeah, because it, it, it takes your body out of balance. And so the body that, first of all, storing the aspartame or whatever other synthetic into your fat cells that turns into cancer, okay, that's not even a question. Yeah. Um, if you have a question about it, go to the truth about cancer and um, it's, it's in there. Um, secondly, if you're eating this, it, it kind of like disrupts the whole balance and processing of your body, mm. your brain. And so if your brain doesn't know what to do with it, it gets kind of funky and you're not processing. Now, if you're consuming that sugar, let's say with uh, a Coke, right, like a Diet Coke, and I have this great image here, but I don't know how to share the image because it's not on a, um, uh, I don't know how to share the image. Is it on your desktop? It is on my desktop. Go to share. Uh, well, let's go to break, the last break, and then we can go through because that's going to take a minute. Okay. So while I, what should I do while we're on break? <laughs> go to share. Yeah. And a little screen will pop up and it'll say share screen or video. I have to go to my. Yeah, it says entire screen, window, or Chrome tab, and it's not on Chrome, any. Uh, the one all the way to the right. Yeah, but it's not in a tab. It's in my. Um, it's a photo on my desktop. Oh, on your desktop. Um, Here, so I'll run this. I'll try to figure out. Hold okay. On. The one on the top as opposed to the one on the bottom. Let me pull it up. With a simple blood test and food plan, Susan Essentials will help your business, your family, and you eliminate toxins and create a step-by-step -step plan to nourish your mind, body, and spirit. Click here to learn more. All right. Um, and I'll do this one. You are tuned in to the Soulful Chicago Book Fair 2020 Vision Fundraising Campaign. That's right. You can support the vision of reviving black literary excellence in this city by simply taking your $20 or more and donating it on our website. Visit www.soulfulchicagobookfair.com and click the Donate tab on our homepage. Or give us a call at 646-359-6605. And we welcome you, helping us breathe literary life into the south side of Chicago. So we are back. So the infographics that I wanted to share, which I don't think that I can. I, I can share it in the thread on YouTube and Facebook later after the show. Yes, you can. I just found it. Oh, you can? Okay. So sure. click on share and then video file. Yeah. And pull up the file from wherever it is. But it's not a video. It's just a screenshot. Okay. So let's go to share and pull up share screen. Mm -hmm. Go to Chrome tab all the way on the right. Yep. And then you can share it that way. Be sure it's the last screen on your page, though, on your 
computer. Yeah, so it's not even on a tab, it's on a desktop. So I'm wondering, yeah, so it's a Chrome tab. Um, it doesn't work. Uh, you're on your desktop. If you minimize the, what that screen that you had there, Mm -hmm. And you you should be able to see the file and just pull it up. Click on it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I do see the file. It's not. It won't be recognized by this system. So um, what I am going to do is, uh, well, I could text you the file, um, okay. and maybe you can get it up there. But okay. basically, the first file it shows it says sugar. It's got sugar, and it's uh, in a. Um, in a skull and says sugar is eight times as addictive as cocaine. And it says, Ooh, say that again. Yeah. Sugar is eight times as addictive as cocaine. And what's interesting is while cocaine and heroin activate only one spot, um, for pleasure in the brain, sugar lights up the brain like a pinball machine. Dr. Mark Hyman, the truth about cancer.com. I wonder if I can pull that up on the truth about cancer. I bet you I can. Yeah. So, um, sugar and co cocaine. Let's see. Um, but, uh, I don't, I don't see it, but the thing is, is that, um, well, here's a really cool one it says why sugar is called the white death. <laughs> the white death. Uh-huh. Here, I'll, I'll show you guys that one. That's kind of interesting. And what I am actually going to encourage people to do, start researching this, okay? Um, I mean, it says sugar alters the brain. Here's another one. Sugar alters brain chemistry after only 12 days, okay? Wow. So... New research in pigs finds that sugar intake alters the re the reward processing circuitry of the brain in a similar way to addictive drugs. Sugar's a drug. I mean, here's the thing. That's what people need to know. Okay. So sugar's a drug. And it's nothing other than a drug. And so if you're gonna continue having sugar, then you know, know that there are consequences that come with that. Okay. It takes about 10 to 12 days to rewire, um, to get your body, um, to, uh, you know, kind of go back to homeostasis. There are ways, um, to, you know, using oregano. I use oregano when I've had sugar. Yeah. Um, I, I use oregano in a veggie cap and that's, uh, tends to be pretty helpful in, bringing homeostasis to my body faster, but it's, you know, sugar's, sugar's damaging on any level. So, um, yeah. Do you want to share anything about sugar? You're, and Naima, you're both still on. I, I love her analogy. She compares it to crack cocaine. Business owners of sugar products are in the business of making money, a, a repeat business. Really is Andrew. Was that Andrew? I don't know. No, I'm here. Yeah. And then here's the other thing. So here's the other infographic I have from Mercola, Dr. Mercola. 
Um, and I'll um, share this later in the thread after the show. What happens to your body within one hour of drinking a Coke? Okay. Wow. So listen to this. Ten within the first 10 minutes, 10 teaspoons of sugar enter your system. This represents 100% of the daily recommended value. The only reason that you do not vomit due to the excessive amounts of sugar is because the phosphoric acid it contains eliminates the flavor. Crap. Really? Yes. That's why you're not throwing up. Now, in 20 minutes, your blood sugar levels skyrocket and your liver responds to this explosion of insulin by converting large amounts of sugar into fat. Mm. In less than 40 minutes, the caffeine is completely absorbed, your eyes dilate, your blood pressure shoots up, and your liver, sent, your liver sends more sugar into your bloodstream. Okay, we're not done. Now in 45 minutes, your body is uh, increases production of dopamine, which stimulates the pleasure feeling centers of your brain, a physical reaction I, um, identical to taking heroin. Ooh. minutes, you face a decrease in blood sugar. What do you think that looks like, people? Oh my goodness, where is that article at? I have a, I have a screenshot, I'll, I'll, I'll post it. Here, I'll even send it to you right now. Okay. I mean, wow. it's, it's just, you know, it's crazy to me that we were people being drug dealers, you know. Wow. The real drug dealers are the sugar manufacturers, and we're not putting them in jail. They should be locked up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so, have us some, uh, some tips, tips for people. Uh, to overcome these sugar cravings. How about that? Yes, please. Go ahead. You know the I didn't hear that. Say that again. Repeat what he said, Jody. I'll give you, I'll give you some uh, some tips to overcome those cravings. Oh. So sugar blocker one, have a fatty snack 10 to 20, 10 to 30 minutes before your meals because you're going to remain fuller longer. So the outlet of your stomach is, a, is like is a, is, a, is a muscular ring or valve, and it regulates the speed at which the food leaves your stomach. Um, the fat triggers a reflex that constricts that valve and slows down digestion. So if you add some healthy fat, even a teaspoon, that'll do the trick. Like an avocado. Like an avocado. Perfect. Ah, slow down. Keep an avocado with you. All right, number two. Number two. I already heard this from you, Zelda. Start, you, you said you could start your meal with a salad. Why? Because it's going to soak up the starch and the sugar as you eat later on in the meal. Uh -huh. Fiber from the plant. It doesn't have to be a salad. It could be carrots, apples, oranges, beans. It acts like a sponge in your intestines. Traps the starch and sugar. Um, and it, it, enables, it enables you to process it better. The glucose that absorbs seeps into your bloodstream more slowly and your so your body needs less insulin to handle it. So vegetables first, fat, vegetables. Here's another one, um, which we've talked about. 
have some apple cider vinegar. I know we talked about that on the show. Oh, before. yeah. Uh, the, the high acid content in vinegar deactivates the amylase, the, the enzyme that turns starch into sugar. So it doesn't matter actually what kind of vinegar you use because it acts on the starch only. There's no effect in the absorption of sugar. So in other words, if, it, it will help if you eat bread but not candy. So it helps with the starch. There's one more benefit. Vinegar also increases the body's sensitivity to insulin. Well, so vinegar, vinegar is a good idea. And vinegar at the beginning of the meal is a good idea. So fat, vinegar, and salad and vegetables. So we know where we find uh, vinegar, Andrew. What's that? You know where we find vinegar, don't you? Kombucha. Kombucha, okay. Didn't know that. Mm -hmm. in your, it's in your kombucha. With all other sugar. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. So we, there are several kombuchas that don't have sugar. Triology, oh, are? Uh, triology is the type. It's a, What is it, Andrew? What's it? GTS that we use? Is that right? GTS kombucha? Yeah. I'll look it up. Keep talking, yeah. Andrew. I'll get the screenshot. Wow, that's good uh, information. We know the importance of, um, of protein. Uh, and also, one, one thing that you don't know about protein, or maybe I didn't know, uh, is you won't secrete as much insulin if you eat the protein. So here's the paradox. If you want to, to stop the insulin spike, to do that, you need to start secreting insulin sooner rather than later. It's like a fire department responding to a fire. The quicker the alarm goes off, the fewer firefighters will be needed to put out that big fire. Mm. Protein contains protein has no glucose, it actually triggers the first phase of insulin response. It occurs so fast, it keeps your blood sugar from rising higher. It reduces the total amount of insulin you need to handle your meal. So basically, when you have your spaghetti, have the meatballs in it too. <laughs> really? Wait a second. I want to take that a step further. So for people- so what do you do if you're vegan? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you something. Hold on. Okay. Oh, let me handle the noodles first. Okay. I've seen that synergy. I've seen that synergy. Yeah, so now you, there are some that have added sugar, but most of this brand does not have added sugar. So <laughs> my friend, Dr. Jonathan Karp, owns this. Um, he owns this company. I'm going to remove this one and show you the next one. Um, let me just get rid of that. And... So for the noodles, right? Because noodles will convert into sugar fast, right? Which noodles? Which noodles? Uh, pasta, like you know, you know, um, regular uh, pasta wheat noodles. Not those noodles that I got. Yeah, not those noodles. Yeah. Not these what noodles. These noodles are good noodles. Those so noodles. Lost a lot of weight. <clears throat> these noodles are. Actually, they have now ready-to-eat meals, like uh, bone broth, beef noodle soup. Oh, wow. I ordered a box. They are delicious. Yeah. Um, hold on. i got to do that. And they'll send you an update when they're on sale, too. I love that. Well, you can buy straight from their website. They yeah, have, I did. Um, and after I went to Whole Foods and saw how expensive they were, like, yeah, let me just order a case. <laughs> yeah, and then Susan Carp. He makes a lot of these recipes, salmon noodle casserole, shrimp and uh, chicken, uh, chilling sea bass. And, and here's what you want to know. 
these noodles are made from the konjac plant. So they don't spike your sugar levels. It's a vegetable. So it's made with uh, filtered water, I think a slice or like a hint of trace of lime as a preservative, and then um, the konjac flour, and that's it. And it, it's so good. And it, you want to talk about filling up your tummy and staying able to sleep throughout the night. Like you, I take the miracle rice. Let me show you this. But why? I've never seen a plant that was white. So I guess maybe you just answered my question about. You have, Zelda. I have. Yes, you have. What Cauliflower. Duh. <laughs> so I'm thinking there's either some cauliflower in it or there's some flour in it. Because I just never knew there was a white vegetable except for cauliflower. Yeah. So Not the plant enough. that it comes from mixed with some kind of flour makes it white? Because I didn't know that the plant that it came from was white. Uh, well, it could be. I'm going to look it up what the konjac flower looks like. Uh, okay. can't, you know, What's it called? How do you spell that? Konjac plant. K-O-N. I've got it up. Um, oh, so it's interesting. So let's take a look at that. C-O-N-J-A? J-A-K. Mm -hmm. Okay, so can we all see that? Oh, okay. So it is white yeah. on the inside. Okay, looks like uh, ginger. It does look like ginger. Looks a lot like ginger. Okay, wow. Uh -huh. um, and here is another. So in, in this one talks, in medical news today, it talks about the benefits, right? Um, it's a high fiber, uh, dietary supplement. Um, it's been it played a huge role in uh, Japanese and Chinese medicine. And the cool thing is, is that's how Dr. Jonathan Carr learned about this plant. He, I think he was in Japan and he was, it was served to him. And so then he came back and made, you know, created miracle noodles, you know, like that. Oh, Wow. So, um, so if I stop the screen share here for a minute, I'll go to another page and show you this, um, what they make out of this. Let me just go here. Um, so, uh, the benefits are diabetes management. Okay weight management, cholesterol management, constipation. Wow. So it irregulates your bowel movements. Oh, super wow. healthy skin. Why do you have healthy skin from eating this? Because now you're you're pooping. People, you need to poop. Yeah, there's um, a whole lot of constipation going on right now. People don't talk about it, but it's a lot of constipated people. Oh, no, I'm going to talk to people about poop. If you're not pooping after every meal, that's a problem. Yep. Because now the food that you ate is you know, creating bacteria in your intestinal tract. It's just sitting there. You it's wonder why you have headaches and mm -hmm. aches and pains in your body. Right. Because that so, stuff has got to come out and it comes out through your skin. Right. So if it's you have a funny body odor, there's something yeah, there. 
Yeah, if it's not coming out through your tushy, guess what? It's coming out through your skin. It's yep. coming out through your mood. Yep. So here, this is a great solution. Miracle noodles, you can buy them at Walmart. You can buy them at uh, on their website direct. I know that there uh, some of them are available on myformulary.com, which I will be launching my site today and sharing with people. Um, you need to have easy solutions. And, um, and I'll just bring this up again. So monk fruit, zero glycemic, monk fruit sweetener by Lactanto for the people who uh, um, can see that. It comes in golden and white. So I make uh, keto brownies and I like having powdered sugar. So it has it as a powdered sugar as well. You sprinkle right on top. If you can tell the difference, I'll give you a, a bottle of essential oil of your choosing, okay? Wow. Uh, then I just wanna say this, if you wanna quit your sugar cravings, Slim and Sassy essential oil. And so can you drop that in the mail for me today, dear? Uh, uh, yes, I can. Wow. Um, so Slim and Sassy essential oil. Well, I looked at this, I, it sat on my shelf for six months before I used it. So, um, because I didn't like the name. Oh. Okay. So look at what it's got in it. It's got grapefruit peel. Okay. Lemon peel. It's got peppermint plant, ginger root, and cinnamon bark. What? Yeah. These, guess what these all have in common? They're anti-inflammatory. Oh my goodness. I lost my first 45 pounds just with this bottle. Wow. And you put it in what? So, okay, I put it in water. I don't recommend it. Um, I prefer putting in a veggie cap. And actually what I'm gonna do with it right now is I'm gonna put it into my um, my my dandelion drink. coffee. So I just don't want, I want, so it can be strong for some people's intestinal tract. So if you have, you know, if your intestinal tract is, uh, sensitive in any way, you probably want to put in a veggie cap. Mine is not that sensitive. I don't have a problem putting it into my um, dandelion coffee, which now just went all over me uh, because I thought I could stir it without a spoon and I whipped it together and not tell them how to do it and everything else. Okay, right on fire. Uh, <laughs> uh, 857, quick question. Yes. Uh, the, can you eat those noodles for breakfast, like brunch? You can eat, I, I put them in everything. Answer yeah. yes. I think I will. There are so many recipes. I'll order the fat noodles. I think I'm going to order the skinny noodles after seeing those recipes. So there's also different packs where you can get a blended pack. So we do fettuccine noodles. There's angel hair noodles. There's rice that I put into my bone broth. Bone okay. broth will help bring, bring you back to homeostasis. Um, you know, you can go to Dr. Josh Axe and he has on his site different recipes for bone broth. You can use his recipe, you can modify it if there's something in there you don't seconds. like. The most important thing about his recipe is the apple cider vinegar that pulls out the collagen from the bones and that collagen will heal your leaky gut oh. and help bring you back to homeostasis. Ah, ah. Okay. Anybody wants to know more about this, I do have a functional food program and I teach people this for a living. Um, it's called the Functional Food Program. Uh, 
60 seconds. It's the most affordable program to reclaim your health that I know of. So, yeah. Wow. Thanks for a very enlightening show. Really appreciate it, Jody. This was a great show. I learned something. That's what I love about the female solution. I just always, always, always learn something. So, oh, the bitter sure. taste about sugar, right? The bitter taste. Yeah. Be sure and check out my blog. I just posted some information for Jody. Yeah. So I put the, your blog. It's in the thread. So you can go to zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. Um, you also can download Zelda's book. How I Reverse Type 2 Diabetes uh, at the diabeticdonut.com. And, you know, um, Zelda's got a great recipe. She's going to add black pepper to that. Um, seconds. Here I am. Yeah. And it looks like, is the, is the um, so is the reading going to go on its own or do I need to do no, that? No, you got to push it. Okay, I'll push it. There we go. I got to add black pepper to the diabetic. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. Uh, Andrew is saying something. Um, We've come to the end of our okay, show today. Andrew, let me but just... you can hear every show in the archive. Andrew, go ahead. No, I said I'll give you some more tips on uh, curbing your sugar next time. Uh, you guys got talking on some good topics, but I figured I'd be quiet and listen. I'm sorry. Okay, then, then one day I need to have you on the show, uh, too, Andrew. Andrew, you yeah. an amazing right. presentation over the weekend on Brain Health. I, we all need him on the show. All right. Um, so I did on COVID and Brain Health for a nonprofit in Texas. Watch our TV show. We did a uh, show on COVID and Brain Health for a nonprofit in Texas. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family. Okay, I got to go to the gym. Thank you much. Appreciate you, Jody. Thank you. We're just letting the, the, the uh, thank you ending go. Okay. India. Bye, everybody. All right, bye-bye. Korea. Kamsanida. Russia. Spasiba. Germany, Danke. Poland, John Kujum. France, Merci. Spain, Gracias. Italy, Grazie. Egypt, Shukran. Ghana, Medasi. Nigeria, Eshe. South Africa, Giabonga. Senegal, Jared. Kenya, Asante. Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio.